If it's good for the user, it's good for SEO. If you're wondering, should I put this on my website? Should I do this with my inventory? If you think it's going to be useful for a user, go ahead and do it. Most likely, Google is going to reward you for providing the best experience for their users. Welcome back to Unscheduled Maintenance. I'm Steve Gady. In addition to being your new host for Season 3, I'm also a 10-year veteran of the automotive industry and a corporate trainer for Cars.com. When our producers asked me to jump into this podcast, it was an easy decision because part of what I do every day is seeking out and sharing the latest industry and marketing insights to guide our teams here at Cars. So I'm right at home here and excited to be hosting Unscheduled Maintenance and to keep our conversation rolling. We're going to kick off Season 3 by talking SEO. So back in May... Google introduced a major algorithm change which took place while many dealers were looking to cut their marketing spend and potentially removing SEO consultation entirely, impacting their search visibility, pandemic, budgets, web search results. There's a lot here. To help me unpack all of this, I'm joined by my colleague, Brett Lee, SEO manager for cars.com. Brett, welcome to Unscheduled Maintenance. Yeah, absolutely. Great to be with you. Well, just for those of us that may not know, let's get a little bit about a uh, little bit about your background. So talk to us a bit about your experience working on SEO at cars.com. You've been with us for a very long time. <laughs> uh, you've had your hand on a lot of projects, but um, talk a little bit about how it relates to SEO. Yeah, sure. I've actually been with cars for 10 years now this month, which uh, blows my mind. And then with the SEO team for several years now, six or seven. I started kind of at the ground level for the SEO team as an associate level analyst. And that was back in 2014. Um, And we were riding pretty high back then. There were only a few really big players in the automotive space. We were really kind of mostly competing with AutoTrader at the time. And things got uh, more interesting in 2015 with the release of the mobile-friendly update in April of that year. That was when CarGurus really catapulted ahead of everybody and became the big new player. And Cars.com had to look at things a little more differently about how we uh, we played our game. Frankly, Cars.com predates Google, so we, we've had a lot of older architecture on the site that we're still contending with. You know, this year we're working on replatforming, and that work has a lot to do with um, just, just how long we've been around. And back in 2015, that really caught up with us. We weren't able to get mobile-friendly quickly enough. And so for those who have been around long enough, you may remember we, we kind of had a, a tough time back then. And it took us a few years to recover. And so a lot of a lot of my time on the SEO team has been about that recovery. And now we've had some of the best traffic that we've ever seen for SEO on cars.com. Yeah. You know, you bring up a really interesting point. This comes up when I speak with reps a lot uh, internally at the organization that if you haven't been around long enough, you wouldn't know that there was was a time when we were really, you know, at the the peak of the mountain uh, from an SEO standpoint. And then with the changes that happened, us having to rebuild the website, uh, some shifts that went on in the marketplace, gurus just, we woke up one morning and all of a sudden they were a thing, right? And now again, the pendulum has swung back in the direction where it's really looking in our favor. So now, you know, because of the last few changes that Google has made, we are now really positioned for a 2021 that's going to be just 
should hopefully continue to be stellar and just uh, see some of the momentum that we've had uh, towards the end of this year. Oh, absolutely. Uh, one of the things we've always focused on at CARS is is doing things right, providing the best experience possible. Um, what CarGurus got in trouble for was doing some tactics that we consider black hat SEO tactics, things that are kind of against the rules a little bit. They were they were hiding content on pages that they, they shouldn't have been hiding and uh, getting some benefit from that. And that eventually caught up with them. That's real. Hold on. Let me, let me pause you right there just really quickly. Sure. Cause this is a term that comes up. We hear a lot black hat tactics. So to someone that may not necessarily understand that, what's the simplified way that you would explain definition of black hat tactics? Yeah. So in the old days of SEO, um, it was a lot simpler. And, and so people were doing shifty things like including text on a page that you can't see, like if you have like a white background and they would put white text on that white background. So you couldn't tell it was there and and people would just load pages with keywords and all kinds of things to kind of game the system. Back in, uh, gosh, I'm not sure how many years it's been now. It's been quite a while, but Google started getting a, a lot more sophisticated with their, their algorithm. And so they started cracking down on some of those black hat tactics mm. and it's a lot harder to, to game the system. However, it, it still does happen and sometimes it slips back buy. And that's what CarGurus was able to get away with for a while. And, and maybe they weren't aware, maybe they didn't even realize they were doing something black hat, but it eventually caught up with them. Um, it was one of the reasons they were outperforming us for a while. And uh, and we eventually caught up with them by doing the white hat version of what they were trying to get away with. And so the, the table has turned, so to speak. Well, because Google has set those rules forth and we just did a much better job of following the rules, um, yeah. applying the right tactics. And of course, a, a big piece of that is constructing a a much stronger and more intelligent website than what we had in the past as well, too. Absolutely. Uh, a lot of what we aim for in SEO is basically providing the best experience for users. And a lot of that is, you'll often hear us talk about content is king. You know, if you, if you don't have the best content, you're probably not going to be ranking first. But also context is kind of the second part of that. We say context is queen. So you, you want to have the best content, but it also needs to be contextually relevant for your site. So we couldn't get away with writing articles about subjects that don't really pertain to the automotive industry um, just because we want that additional traffic. It's really all about providing the best experience for the user, providing the best content for them. Google wants to make money off of their ads, and so they want to rank the best sites that provide the best answers and the best experience for their users. So that's that's really the only way to make it to the top of the, uh, the Google ranking is to do what's right by the users. Well, that makes perfect sense. I mean, of course, we talk about this with our customers all the time, that notion of strengthening or having a pleasant or an engaging consumer experience, right? It starts with that. And Google wants that also at the end of the day, right? Because that's who they're serving. People that have questions, they go there to get answers from Google. Right. And this is just a nice way for them. They have to make sure that they do that. So let's talk a little bit about that. So the May 4th Google algorithm this year, you know, when they did an update, there was a pretty big shift in the landscape in who was killing it and who wasn't. Yeah, it, it was a big one. For those unfamiliar, we see maybe three to four major core algorithm updates every year. Actually, Google updates their algorithm once or twice a day. So we're seeing hundreds of Google algorithm updates uh, in a year. Most of those updates we don't know anything about. They're small tweaks. But these major core algorithm updates that happen every few months um, are major shifts to the overall algorithm that all sites 
um, are affected by. And back in January, if we backtrack a little, in January, we did see a little bit of a hit to our rankings um, for the January core update. It was, it was slight. It wasn't too major. But then uh, May came along and it took us completely in the opposite direction and traffic just took off for us. I think that happened in conjunction with a lot of pent up shopping demand that came from uh, people just not shopping in the springtime. We normally see a big swing in traffic back in February and in March. Yeah, traditionally right around that tax season swing. That's usually what we see. Yeah, and that didn't happen this year simply because COVID happened. Um, and, I, and I think a lot of that pent up demand hit us this summer and we saw huge swings in traffic along with that May 4th update. The May 4th update, we believe, has a lot to do with Google kind of refactoring sites due to their content, how rich the content is on particular sites, uh, as well as the backlinking profiles of sites. So another large ranking factor for our Google rankings is how many authoritative websites are linking back to our content, which has a lot to do with the content that our editorial team publishes. Are we writing engaging articles that maybe a .gov site wants to link back to? or uh, maybe a .edu website wants to link back to. Those types of links are high authority links that provide us a lot of, they're kind of votes of confidence in our website. So the more links we get back from other authoritative websites, the better it is for our Google rankings. And our uh, backlink profile has been growing by quite a bit recently. To be totally transparent, Edmunds is currently leading the pack in backlinks, high authority backlinks, but cars.com is right on their heels. We're second amongst our competitive set. So one of our goals going into the the new year is uh, is to really overtake Edmonds on their backlink portfolio. Well, Edmonds, you've been warned. So, Brett, you know SEO as a topic is a very in a bit of a slippery slope, right? I mean, if you aren't necessarily um, a tech savvy person, this might be a bit of a challenge for you to speak to it. So let's talk a little bit about what does this mean for, you know, Joe Q, Jane Q public, whether they happen to be one of our dealers or whether they happen to be one of our people that's, you know, engaging with the dealers. What's the best way for people to use this most recent update that Google has done to talk about it in some basic terms? Sure. Quite simply, I think the May 4th update in that it treated cars.com so favorably shows that Google has has given cars.com the vote of confidence that we do provide the best content, the best experience available amongst third-party automotive sites. If today's episode is the first time in a while you've thought about your SEO strategy, you're not alone. There have been so many challenges dealers have had to tackle head-on in 2020 that it's not surprising many have let their SEO game slip a bit. Cars is here to help you pull together a truly connected search strategy and get you back onto page one everywhere it matters. Our Staying on Top of Search Guide provides actionable steps for optimizing your website, listings, and review content to organically reach customers across the shopping journey. And best of all, the guide is 100% free and easily accessible. No gated content email requirements here. Just actionable advice you can start putting towards your marketing strategy today. Visit growwithcars.com slash search to learn more about how you can put a connected strategy in place in your dealership. You mentioned it just a couple moments ago when, of course, there's no way we can go through this entire year without talking about, of course, 
the COVID pandemic. So there's lots of noise and shifting, you know, in search behaviors around COVID. It's made a lot of X factors for this year, right? So what changes have we seen in general, you know, just the search journeys that have impacted both um, us cars.com as a marketplace? And what are we seeing on the dealer side, you know, what's happening with their websites through our partners on the dealer inspire side of the house? Sure. Um, Consumer behavior has just changed dramatically. I mean, people are trying not to get out as much anymore. They're trying to be safe about their health, uh, about not spreading this virus. Uh, So we've seen uh, online shopping activity changed quite a bit in the way people are searching online. Uh, a lot more people, especially back during uh, the initial hit of COVID, were looking for online deals because they knew businesses were suddenly offering new incentives to make purchases with them. Everybody was struggling. They knew that there were going to be sales, there were going to be deals. So we, we saw a lot more searches around car deals and special offers. And we actually pivoted on that. And we created a couple landing pages for cars.com. One was our COVID landing page where anybody could go and, and get the latest information information on COVID and how it's affecting dealers and how they can do uh, different types of shopping now, like our- The the new badging reports? Badging, like home delivery and virtual shopping, virtual appointments. So there was that. And then we also had a car deals landing page that we launched that was uh, providing consumers with the latest- Car, car deals every month. Our editorial team specifically publishes an article every month just specifically on uh, what deals are currently available. And we've collected that all on one specific landing page. So we pivoted in those ways. Um, we've also seen that just shopping online is much more important to our users. And I think that's a major benefit to all of our dealers and their websites is that it's, it's more important than ever to have your online presence available to shoppers because they're just, they're not showing up on the lot anymore. They know they can, they can set up virtual appointments online, virtual test drives where cars are delivered uh, directly to their homes for the test drive. These are all vastly different ways to shop nowadays. And if you don't have that presence online, you're just not going to be found. And so we've been able through having dealer inspire as part of the portfolio now, helping dealers put that messaging on their website. So absolutely, you know, of course, when we put those components together, we've got the, you know, the traffic of cars.com driving it to the dealer inspire website so that they can get that messaging straight from the dealer's hands. Definitely. And not just that, it's also our dealer rater portion of, of cars Inc as well. It's people are, are very reliant on dealer reviews and, and getting a sense of how dealerships are treating their customers, especially during a difficult time like this. So we, mm-hmm. we really, Really do have the trifecta of cars taking the national stage, dealer uh, dealer inspire providing uh, dealership websites that can compete on the local SEO stage, and then the dealer reviews kind of tying it all together and providing that vote of confidence. I guess I've used that phrase a few times, but that vote of confidence for each of our dealer customers on how well they're performing. Well, if the shoe fits, you know. <laughs> right. <laughs> so, well, okay. So then let's talk a little bit about some of those tools or some of that counseling that we offer. To your point. You know, you just mentioned cars.com, Dealer Inspire, a little bit of Dealer Raider as well. Now mix in some fuel with that and you've got a pretty potent cocktail. So one of the tools that we released this year was the staying on top of search guide. So let's talk a little bit about what motivated the teams at the organization to put together an SEO guide for dealers. How did that come about? Sure. Well, we pulled our dealer community this summer and we asked them what topics they were looking to get more consultation and direction from cars.com on. And SEO was clearly the number one answer we heard. So we felt it was important to build out some robust 
you know, easily accessible content to dealers that could really help them build action plans for their own SEO strategies. Love that. And uh, the, and our SEO team actually put together so much content, we couldn't fit it all into the staying on top of search guide. So we anticipate that there's probably going to be some more SEO uh, related content coming up in the future. We'll just have to wait and see when that might be. Do I sense a part two coming? A part do? coming? I certainly hope so. <laughs> well, that's great. Uh, so when people hear the term SEO, oftentimes in their mind, uh, they sort of script, uh, skip straight to Google, right? And that's what they realize, like, well, yeah, it's the Google, as we jokingly call it, right? But you talk a lot in the guide about some things that you can help improve your search presence on third parties. What are some of those tips that stand out that dealers can take and produce some immediate benefits without having to maybe invest too much cash? Sure. Well, there's there's really a lot that a dealer could do with their local SEO. So there are tons of platforms online. One of the things that's not really covered in the guide, but is something that I would really recommend to everybody is there are all kinds of sites that you can be on, whether it's Foursquare or Yahoo or Bing. There are all kinds of places you could have a business listing. And if you haven't created your own business listing, there's probably somebody who has created one for you. And some of that information can get a little mixed up. As local SEO goes, we often talk about the NAP, the name, address, and phone number of a website. You really want to have that information consistent across all of your business listings, across all of the places that you could potentially have some sort of mention of the dealership. So make sure the name is consistent, your address is consistent, and the phone number and the website link. If you do that, that's going to be huge. Otherwise, Google gets a little confused. They might look at a business listing. They go, I don't know. There's different addresses across different pages. I'm not sure which one to go with. Maybe this business isn't even active anymore. The less guesswork we can put in Google's hands, the, the better we'll be. Okay. That makes sense. Consistency in messaging, right? It makes it easier for Google to find you. That's That sounds pretty easy and low-level actionable, you know, steps they can take to do that. Yeah. Well, inside the guide, there's a reference that comes up. You've said it a couple of times today, and I've actually heard reps use this in the field with uh, dealers, and it seems to really resonate with them. We hear this term having a connected search strategy. Talk to us a little bit about what you mean by that, or how would you explain that to someone that may not be familiar? Yeah, that's where having a connected search strategy is all about uh, making sure you've provided the best experience across all all the platforms that you're present on. With Cars Inc., we have this trifecta of sites. And if we throw in fuel, I guess you said we've got a potent cocktail there. But yeah, with cars.com, we're taking care of the uh, the national SEO strategy. Um, there are a lot of searches that local dealers really can't compete for unless they're on a, a national site like cars.com. Searches such as uh, cars for sale, used cars, Ford for sale, uh, a lot of these larger head terms are much more difficult for, for a small player like a local website to rank for. And that's where cars.com comes into play. Uh, these are expensive terms that are, are hard to rank for organically, and they may be a little too expensive for a local dealer to compete in. So that's where we, we take up the, uh, the national stage. For the local dealers, they actually compete in a space that cars.com can't compete in, and that's with their local dealership website. If you have a brick and mortar location, you can be featured in like map results, things like that. Typically, if you search or a Ford dealership, local Ford dealerships near me, um, 
cars.com is probably not going to rank for that. Google knows where you're searching. They know that you're, in my case, if I search for dealerships near me, Google's going to know I'm in Chicago. They're going to immediately just start providing me with local dealership results. And cars.com most likely is not going to appear there. We might appear lower in the page, but Google's going to favor those local results ahead of us. So really, you want to have your local website, which dealer inspire provides for our, our dealer customers. And you also want to be on cars.com at the same time so you can compete in both of those spaces. Then on top of that, you've got Dealer Raider handling your dealer reviews. If you have the full trifecta of cars.com, Dealer Inspire, and Dealer Raider, oftentimes you can have all three sites ranking on the same mm. page. I've seen that. I have seen that. There are customers that are playing the game and they're doing it the right way. Right. And that's really important because there are 10 potential links on that first page of results on any Google search results page. And if you're not filling them up with your own sites, Google's likely going to be using some of your competitor sites as filler lower on the page. So the more the more placements you can command on that first page of results, the better. So Brett, you mentioned a couple of things that are in that staying on top of search guide. What are some additional you know steps dealers can do some actionable and easy things that they can take do today. Yeah, sure. When it comes to a dealer's website, really, there are a few things. Um, one of them is just focusing on, on great overall SEO health and hygiene. Some of that may be a little far reaching for a dealer to take care of themselves, which is uh, has a lot to do with why we offer dealer inspire websites. Mm-hmm. We've already optimized the platform specifically for for SEO, and it, it takes a lot of that work out of the, the dealer's hands. So SEO hygiene is a, a major part of it. It's also making sure the content on your site is relevant. A lot of that is up to the dealer, making sure that they're providing review content, that they're providing statements about the dealership and the features and the amenities that they offer there. They also can play really heavily into that local SEO space where if they uh, support a local Little League team, or if they're going to be showing up at the local carnival or fair or something, they can write their own articles really about how they're engaging with the local space. And that can be really powerful in building those local backlinks and uh, and mentions by uh, different local sources. And that, that'll help their local websites rank really well. Also, they're, um, when it comes to cars.com or any other site that they're on, uh, making sure that they're putting the best foot forward on their inventory, that they're pricing it right, that they're including enough photos and videos of their inventory. If their inventory listings aren't engaging enough, people are going to bounce off of them and they're going to go look at other inventory listings. So it's really up to the dealer to make sure that they're putting their best foot forward on all of their inventory, also including seller's notes and uh, any information on features and specs on their vehicles that isn't already provided in the inventory data. And then on their reviews, reviews are huge. It's a source of unique user-generated content that it's worth its weight in gold, really. So the more reviews you can get from your customers, the better. It's a way of filling out pages on your own website. It's a way of filling out your inventory on cars.com. We include reviews on your dealer profile page, on your inventory listings, and it's really a way to make your inventory and your dealer presence shine. And it helps with your rankings. Having that unique content filling out the page is huge for your inventory and your rankings. And also, you need to be responding to your reviews. Each time somebody submits a review to you, it's it's an opportunity to show how your customer service shines above all the other dealers in the space. 
a lot of this, again, is just about putting your best foot forward. One thing that we often say in SEO is if it's good for the user, it's good for SEO. It's a good mantra to remind yourself of. If you're wondering, should I put this on my website? Should I do this with my inventory? Hey, if you think it's going to be useful for a user, go ahead and do it. Most likely, Google is going to reward you for providing the best experience for their users. I think that's an easy mantra to remember, right? If it's good for the user, it's good for SEO. I think that very sound and simple counsel to be able to offer along with that nice one, two, three step process from the guide, you know, optimizing your website, optimizing your inventory, and of course, making sure that you're taking care of not just gathering those reviews, but replying to them because all of that filters into the SEO and having you index on Google. Right. It's all additional content that can help you with your rankings. If I were to sum up today's conversation in one statement, it would be this. Google is a brand, not a strategy when it comes to automotive marketing. For someone selling t-shirts, sure, get to the top of Google and consumers are one click and 90 seconds away from an impulsive $15 purchase. But when it comes to buying a car, you need a connected search strategy that takes advantage of all the different touch points included in the shopper's larger search for a vehicle. I want to thank our guest, Brett Lee, for stopping by and thank all of you for tuning in today after our brief hiatus. Be sure to visit growwithcars.com to review our full staying on top of search guide, as well as our other digital marketing white papers. And we'll be back in two weeks with more of season three of Unscheduled Maintenance. Unscheduled Maintenance was created by Alex Vetter and Jake Whitler and is a production of Cars, Inc. and is hosted by me, Steve Gady. Our senior producer is Evan Sears. Sarah Nicholas is our producer, along with assistant producer Ryan Corgan-Wetzel. Audio mixed by Chris Franzen. Original design and animations for each episode created by Paul Dolan and Matt Coenia. You can see those and listen to all of our episodes at growwithcars.com slash unscheduled maintenance. Unscheduled maintenance is recorded remotely from our homes. We're looking forward to working in person again when we're able to safely return to our studio. Thanks for listening.